Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content, because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know. I see. I keep saying content and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy, they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my super tan co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. All right, here's another episode straight from Costa Rica in our hotel room with no carpet. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a fun one. Costa Rica. Can you mm. roll your R's? No. Oh, my God, I'm so good at it. Oh, no. Arr- I mean, literally, no. just let me show off my tongue I won't, rolling I won't skills. even try it. No. <laughs> so, you know what's so funny about it? That is that I literally show off that skill to my kids. Oh, they I'm, think it's so cool. It's, and they're like, how do you do that? I'm like, well, and then I start talking in all tongue rolls. Can you do ha? Can you do that? Like this? Like, no. Can you, like, I'm doing another version of like. Oh, like, the Jewish version? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Not the Jewish version. <laughs> Jew- I feel like Hanukkah or Kala. <laughs> can you do that? Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Let's see. Let's get your okay. best <laughs> on. Okay. Hanukkah. No, see, I can't do it. I can't roll my arms. <laughs> I feel like that's a Middle Eastern thing. That's why I said that. We are always getting room service lowered at the time that we're recording it because we're in the hotel. Um, yeah, so she can't, I can't roll my arse uh-huh. and you can't. Ha. Ha. Yeah, no. I can. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. I just no, did it. it was <laughs> Hanukkah. Ha. No, <laughs> you're going opposite on the ha. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna come, we're gonna circle back to that skill set. But okay, so we wanted to talk a little bit about front of house, back of house, because this is coming from as you're up leveling yourself as boss of your business, how do you think about like the approach, right? And this is by far the simplest way to think about it, okay? Mm-hmm. We love simple around here, right? Keep it simple seller. So the simplest way and how I do it with my husband, which is how I verified this is the simplest way, 
Okay. Your husband you, verified yes. it? Yes. No, no, no. You run it through the husband. So okay. he understood it. So my husband, he does far less consumption of product education compared to me. Obviously, it's my job. And for him, you know, he finds other fun things to do. Yeah. <laughs> he ice fishes and things like that. So this is by far the simplest way to think about it. So as you're up leveling yourself as the boss of your business, we really like to think about it as front of house and back of house. So front of house, Jacqueline, how would you describe that, right? That's front facing to the customer. We were trying to figure out a way to talk about this. And I'm a big fan of Top Chef. Anyone else? Mm. Um, And I know about front of house, back of house from restaurant wars on Top Chef. But if you're in the restaurant industry, they talk about this. So front of house is front facing to the customer. And back of house is the 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 um, operations of the business, right? Like what's happening behind the scenes and mm-hmm. what's happening front facing to the customer. Yeah. And this is something that my husband and I, I've always thought of it this way. You know, when I was at, you know, go, getting up to six figures, and we're talking little labels at this point, getting to six figures, getting to multiple six figures. I've always thought of it as that he covers back of house. I cover front of house. So for him, it was like he's covering operations, um, making sure our money is coming in, a lot of um, fulfillment and that sort of thing. And I was covering marketing and um, customer service and things that were public facing. Because, you know, at the end of the day, when you're working with somebody, I know you all are doing it all, but it's much easier to grow a business if you have defined roles. Mm -hmm. And the simplest way to do it is by thinking, okay, these roles are back of house. I've got that generally covered at least 80% of the way. And these roles are, you know, the opposite. It's back of house or front of house. And then I've got those 80% covered the way. So you know that that person is thinking about the duties and the departments and the functions of either front of house or back of house. Yeah. And so someone said every restaurant I've ever worked with uses terms. Those terms are from hospitality, right? So we're at a hotel and then there's also at restaurants. So we want you to think about your product-based business in that way, right? Are you working on both at the same time, right? Your roles right now are in all places, mm-hmm. back of house, front of house. So what's interesting is in our mastermind, we had done a whole operations training in there. And a lot of our masterminders felt like they're, they were better in operations. So back of house, than they were in front of house, which is like that marketing and sales component. I'm curious if those of you listening, and you can always send us a DM on Instagram, let us know if you're listening to this in the future, but if you feel the same way. Um, so so here are some things that happen behind, behind the scenes, right? Back of house, these are some of the things you might focus on. Back of house is money and finance, right? Mm-hmm. Research and development, production, your inventory, shipping and fulfillment. Yeah. So all the things that are happening kind of like in the background or in the operations, right? So a lot of times, you know, when when we think about systems, most people, they typically will think about back of house because it makes more sense. I think this is why people find comfort in back of house. Like they think of like, especially product people, because it feels more tangible. The strategy is a little bit easier to get dialed in. Mm -hmm. You know, you can set systems to, oh, I get it. I need to create an assembly line for my production, or I need to um, pay these people. And you can put it pen to paper and the systems feel more clear. Yeah. Whereas with front of house, there's the human element. You're, you're 
um, dealing directly with customers usually. So if you're the host or, you know, in a restaurant, you're the hostess or you're the waiter or waitress or whatever it is, the busboy, you usually have some sort of contact with the customer directly. So with that, there's the human element of it. You're unsure of the customer service that might need to be happened. So the you know, usually when you do systems and customer service, you you do systems around situations. So this situation happened. This is the SOP that happens because of that situation. It's not as straightforward at all compared to back of house. Also, same with marketing. You're trying something, but there's algorithms in play. There's, you know, you're testing and trying a lot of things, whereas operations feels more like a sure thing. You know, it's like, oh, okay, I can dial this in. I can um, figure out fulfillment. This person does that, per- that you plug, you can plug holes a lot easier in the back end than you can in the front end. Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content, because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know. I see. I keep saying content and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy, they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. Yeah. So again, if we think about back of house, in a restaurant, if we just think about it, right? It's someone who's calling the orders, making sure the food comes out hot. They're coming out to the tables at the right time. The chefs are getting the orders correct. So if we think about it in business, you know, in, in product, it's like, are you fulfilling the orders correctly? Is production happening at mm-hmm. the right time? Like, do you know where the money's going? Are things priced correctly? Yeah. Think about like when you're preparing a, a th- something, right? The line workers are chopping up the vegetables. They're getting it process. ready. Yeah, yeah. For the chef. And the chef actually... When you're a, a head chef in a restaurant, you come up with the menu. You, um, you're you visioning. Know, for yeah, the you're visioning. You're tasting. But it's often you teach it to the other people, your sous chef or your um, other team members in the back of the house, not the line workers, you know, but they're creating the meals, the actual physical dishes from your vision that was on the menu. Right. So it's you that gets to pick, you know, the avocado crema. You that gets to pick the... <laughs> Which we had last night in our yeah, house. <laughs> acidic forward, let's just say. It had a lot of lime. And so, you know, you are the one that gets the nuances of it, the visioning of it. But it's other people that are doing the, the, the actual chopping and the sauteing and all of that for you. So really be thinking about that is just like, 
it the front of house and back of house for me felt like the easiest thing to wrap my mind around in that oh okay i know that this needs to happen when it comes to the customers and this needs to happen within my team right and so then if we talk about front of house that front facing which i know a lot of you kind of get afraid of right that is when we're talking your depart what you're working on your departments your roles whatever it is you're working on your sales right mm-hmm. you're working on your branding like your front facing to the brand you're working on your customer service. You're working on your marketing and your visibility. So what's front facing? So we came to this hotel and we walked in and it was like, they greeted you. They sat you down. They gave you bottles of water while they checked you in. It was like, actually, if you realize like the walk up to our, um, to the check-in is one of the most beautiful views here, right? Cause it's that initial, when, when you're hooking a customer in front of house, right? It's that initial response, right? How did they, what is that experience set up to be for them? So we walked in and we're like, wow, this is an amazing view. We were immediately impressed. Then they're serving us and they're giving us all the things we need. Mm-hmm. And so th- we were already delighted before anything else happened, which makes us an easier customer to keep delighting, right? But if we walked in and we're like, oh, this place looks dumpy, we would immediately regret all the things that yeah. we decided to do. If customer service wasn't there, we'd be like, this is going to be, you know, you're setting it off on the wrong foot. So customer ser- front facing is really important, which is in Top Chef again, when the hostess greets or the host greets the person, it's how fast are you greeting them? Are they waiting in line? How fast do you seat them? You know, like, are, are there waters water getting, yeah. yeah. Are there waters getting refilled? And think about that because you mentioned branding. Part of branding is customer experience. What actually do you want them to feel as they go through your restaurant? What do you want them to taste, to smell, to sound? You know, it's a whole experience that you're thinking about when they buy that candle that you created. What do you want them to feel? What desire comes up? What memories, what sense, you know? So you're creating that vision of that dish, that physical, tangible dish, just like the candle. But what's the customer experience around that? And customer service is usually the reaction to that. So you're creating the support around it. So, you know, you have the customer experience, but, you know, customer service is usually like putting that into play. Mm -hmm. You know, like what I said about, you know, usually it has to do with you put systems around situations. Right. So the situation is the one that you hopefully have dreamt up for them, the customer experience. And then the service, the customer service is like, oh, okay, this good thing happened, this bad thing happened. When this person says this, now I'll do this. When this person has a good experience, I'll ask them for a review. When this person sits down, I will bring the clipboard to them. The guy, the hotel, which by the way, um, he was, so he's going over all the things and we had to put down like thousands of dollars for incidentals. Each room. Yeah, for each room. And I'm thinking that's a lot of- So much money. It wasn't 500, it was like $2,500. Yeah, it was 2,500. And I was like, that's a lot of incidentals. So get this, the way that he introed it to us was that he's like, okay, I want to go over the charges and everything with you, but, and I'm going to save my good news for the end. He literally future paced us for the good news at the end. And the good news was our rooms were ready. (laughs) I know. I was like, I think it is check-in time. (laughs) But he did, he future paced it. Yes. So then he has you looking forward to something that he told you you were going to experience some good news. Right. You know, and, uh, but before he told us, I need to run $2,500 a piece on your credit cards (laughs) for incidentals. Here's the map. Here's what people like to do. Walked us through the entire experience of what 
life we might be living with the products, which is the product is the hotel in this case. And then I have some, remember that good news? Your rooms are ready. Let me take you there. So that, so the <laughs> knocks that we got on the door here, they've knocked to clean the room. Then they knocked to see if we wanted um, snacks. Yes, so he snacks. brought a snack cart with our plantain chips. Um, and then the next knock we got five minutes later. So customer experience were like, stop knocking on our door. <laughs> Just come at once. We want some privacy Just here. come at once. <laughs> we don't have, we should have probably put do not disturb on. But yeah, so yeah. speaking of like future pacing and customer service, if you want to talk about like operations and back of house is whoever is in charge of operations, they know that for this is, we got this just now. And it was um, telling us that to better play it, plan your stay, please review our website for special hours of operation for the restaurants and beach house. And our concierge will be happy to assist you in coordinating alternate activities. Because of COVID, I think that they've got certain things closed down on certain days, and today might be one of those days. So they're they're letting us know and they're giving us information. This would have been back a house where they're like, what systems do we need in place? Like, if it, like instead of us just realizing that the restaurants are closed and getting pissed, they're letting mm-hmm. us know and they're offering us help, which is customer experience and customer service. So we've seen it front facing is beautiful. And then the back end. So this is all the stuff we want you to think about front of house, back of house, but also do you all know where you stand in this, where we want you to get to the place we want you to be. We want you to be top of house. Okay. We want you to live envisioning. So as you're growing your businesses, wherever you're at long-term, if we future pace you to some future down the road where you get to be the bosses of your business and you get to be the visioner, visioner, visioning, visionary, mm-hmm. um, you'd be in leadership. Yeah. Right. You'd have the big vision and then you'd be hiring for all those people. So we're talking about sales and the front facing front of house and marketing and all that. So you'd be hiring. And then if people have ideas, they bring it to you. And then back of house. Because the owner didn't just knock on our door and hand us this. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. no. The owner didn't offer us the plantain chips. Yeah. And the back of house is thinking about operations and fulfillment. So how are you fulfilling on the promise of you've, you know, you are making the good, you're fulfilling the good, you're, um, uh, you know, outsourcing the things that you need to outsource or um, thinking about the money and things like that. Though money, I would eventually move to money and research and development a lot of times. So even in research development, I know we mentioned that for back of house, which it usually is because it's not customer facing development happens, but usually a development team will come to the, the owners or whatever with the ideas, you know, just like how a sous chef with a really good idea for a dish will present an idea of a dish and the chef will be like, Oh, Let's make some tweaks on it. Because Tom Colicchio and Wolfgang Puck are not sitting in the restaurants anymore making all of the dishes or like conceiving it all, right? Now we've got people underneath them. And someone said, I want to be envisioning working in Costa, working well in Costa Rica. Yeah. Mina and I have the ability right now. We're, what are we doing? We're front of house, right? We're working on front of house. We're working on marketing, customer facing, um, Mm -hmm. social media. We're doing all of them all at once. Mm -hmm. But our team that we've built, and now again, we've been in business for a while and we've scaled this, but our team is working on the the back of house. And that's actually what we're really trying to get out of is the back of house day-to-day operations where, you know, I mean, there was a point that they had to change our password on our emails because Mm -hmm. we were checking customer service emails um, and doing all the things, right? So we're trying to move out of this back of house realm and be in front of house, which there will always be a level of us front of house, but we don't necessarily long-term, we're not going to be in charge of every single aspect of front of house, right? There will be team that 
puts that together too. Yeah. If anything, we're top of house. I yeah. mean, because we've we've hired all the people that we need, the agencies we need for the outreach, the customer facing, the lead acquisition, the marketing sales, all that stuff is front of house thinking. So even when you're doing it yourself and you want to get over to six figures and to 250 or even beyond that, like I said, it's this pure the simplest way to think about this is front of house, back of house. Yeah. Like who's running which one? If it's just you, then you're running both right now. But realize that you're giving yourself a ton of jobs, a ton of jobs. So not only are you running the front of house, you're running the back of house. You've also hired yourself to be the top of house. So you've really, you know, if you're a production person and you are a the visionary, guess what? You are your own fulfillment person, your production person. You actually took on another job. So you're cooking, you're prepping, you're serving, you're cleaning up the tables, you're filling the water, you're greeting the, the people, you're bringing them to the table, you're offering them wine. You're wiping down those menus. You're bringing them the You checks. are sweeping the floors. You're, you're playing the music as you're entertaining them live. <laughs> Which, you're, by the way, we had last yeah, night a guitarist. You're doing literally everything. And that's why you all feel tired and burned out sometimes. And you feel like the bottleneck of your business or you feel stuck that you can't grow like you're not be able to like grow or accelerate your business forward because you're literally doing everything. So I know that, you know, it's, we, we have comfort in all the things we do. And at, at some level, we all have to do all of the things, but what we want to teach you about and why we want you to realize the front of house, back of house is for you to really start to think about it in a different way. So you can think, okay, where do I need to get myself out of? Where am I stuck? Where as you know, where am I the bottleneck? Right? Like, um, Ever After Baby says, LOL, I'm the whole house right now. Yes. Yeah. And 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 for you, Ashley specifically, you've been doing it and feel normal in that overwhelm or normal mm-hmm. in all the things. But if we start to think about this and like when we're presenting the idea of a restaurant or anything like that, you're like, wow, that's bonkers. Like it yeah. would be on. How could you? Right. How could you do it without things falling through the cracks, without customers being upset, without being able to seat more people and make more sales? Mm hmm. So we want you to all get out of your own way. We want you to start thinking about your business in this way. And as you grow and as you have proof of concept and you sell or you are selling, who do you need to hire? What's your next hire? What can you automate or delegate? Like, what do you need to do and where? Is it front of house or back of house? Because Mm -hmm. we want to get you to that visionary level. We want to get you to a place where you're in Costa Rica and people are selling for you and fulfilling your orders and producing and... Mm -hmm. And your biggest problem is somebody keeps knocking on your door. To offer you things. <laughs> <laughs> like plantain chips or to clean your room. Yeah. Right? Right? <laughs> Who wants that to be their biggest problem? So this is going to be a podcast episode, but we do have a really exciting thing coming out for all of you. And um, it's a brand new program and it's called the Product Boss Biz Accelerator. We've only mm-hmm. told our masterminders about it. No, mm. no, no. We've only told our multi-stream machine students about it. We've only told the multi-stream machine students that just started because we didn't realize it was the only we were in a live We were in a live <laughs> call with them. So um, we are launching on May 1st a brand new program, mm-hmm. and it's a coaching program, and it's called the Product Biz Accelerator. And we're, we've kind of built it for businesses making $20,000 to $239,000, basically under $250,000, because there's so many of you asking for more support. I think you probably meant $249,000. I did have $249,000, <laughs> and I think I changed it to $39,000, because I was like, $249,000, like, they'd be ready for the mastermind. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
that's a year. So if you haven't hit your first six figures, you know, this would be the right one for you. If you want a program that helps you accelerate to six, your first six figures, because what will get you to six figures is different than what will get you, you know, to the what when you're ready for the mastermind. Okay. The mastermind is really about the power of the people. It's a whole different type of thinking. This is um a program that will help you accelerate and shortcut the things that you're doing. And the concept of it is really about tweaking your sales. So front of house sales. And so we are launching this accelerator. It kicks off May 1st. It's a five month coaching program. Okay. Where we are going to, you're going to be getting live zoom calls. There'll either be one with Mina or one with myself, or there's going to be four calls a month. So um, with product class team coaches to help you with marketing or operations. So one is front of house, and one is back of house. And then Mina and I are also going to be coaching and answering more strategic questions and like laser focused hot seat question calls. Um, this is for those of you that aren't yet ready for the mastermind, you don't have the revenue level there yet. So whether you're in multi-stream machine or not, whether you've ever been in it, really you don't have to have a revenue level, but we've built this to accelerate you forward in this growth stage to help you get to six figures to multiple six figures. So it's going to have a coaching component, There is going to be curriculum around the fast track formula, which you will hear upcoming podcast episodes on. Um, And there will be accountability in the groups. There's a private Facebook group. There's um, a dashboard. And it's really going to be this five months of acceleration for those of you. And we're going to focus on front of house, back house. We teach it in a different way and mindset and finance. So I'll tell you all right now that if you want to get in early, early on the wait list, you can head to theproductboss.com slash fast track. So it's theproductboss.com slash fast track. It's super limited in spots. And when you yeah. see super limited, it's about under 100 people. Yeah. Go see if there's any spots left, but we'd love for you to all join. So we're really excited about it. So thanks, everybody, for listening. This was a fun episode that was, you know, really impromptu while we are getting lit up in Costa Rica and wishing that you all were here. So go to... Theproductboss.com slash fast track. (laughs) Zero alcohol so far today. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Good luck later. So go there and then we will see you on the inside. See you, everyone. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the product boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. 
This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com. <laughs>